With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Oh, God. So love the world. That he gave his only begotten son that so ever believes on him should not perish they should not perish but they shall have, they shall have everlasting life. Amen, amen. God bless you, children of God. I do greet each of you once again in the mighty and the precious name of Jesus Christ. I am Apostle Robert Bryant, pastor of the Christian Center Church Worldwide, headquarters, Kinston, North Carolina, USA, and I'd like to welcome you all once again to another edition of Living the Word, where sound doctrine is brought to the ears of thousands of God's people all over the world. We all we greet you all from the great country of Nigeria, city Lagos, where Jesus Christ is Lord, and besides him there is none other. We want to take a look today, children of God, at the book of James chapter 1 with a special focus on verse 25. James chapter 1 verse 25. From the New International Version, our scripture reads, but the one who looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. We want to work from a theme this morning, children of God, blessed in what you do. Blessed in what you do. Let us pray, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you again today for life, for health, for strength. We pray, Heavenly Father, for your people in the four corners of the earth. 
pray that you continue to strengthen us, continue to anoint us, continue to forgive us as none of us are perfect. None of us have obtained it all yet. But, Father, we press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus has taken hold of us. Father, as we study your word this morning, we pray that you will give us revelation, inspiration, that you will open our spiritual minds that we might better understand your good, pleasing, and perfect word. We thank you, Heavenly Father, in advance for what you are going to do in our midst today. Let someone be blessed in the four corners of the earth that your name may be glorified, exalted, and praised. This is our prayer. We count it done. In Jesus' mighty and precious name, we have prayed. Let God's people say amen. Amen and amen. Blessed in what they do. As we look at the book of James, chapter 1, James deals with a number of topics. He deals with the trials and the temptations that we face as children of God. Trials primarily being situations on the uh, in on the outside that uh, we are faced with temptations being situations on the inside that we are faced with. He deals with us in regards to listening and doing. The word now, what the Lord is bringing to my spirit immediately is that difference between listening and doing these two concepts are closely related, but they are very different and what the Lord is bringing to my spirit is fraternal twins fraternal twins the difference between fraternal twins and Identical twins, identical twins, they are twins that come about uh, with the same egg splitting into two people. And that's why they look alike, they sound alike, because they were originally supposed to be one or originally one person, uh, one egg that split into two people. So they are so very similar. But fraternal twins are two different eggs. They are two different sperms that form and produce two different people that happen to be born around the same time. Listening and doing is much like fraternal twins. They they are very similar. They are very closely related, but there are some major differences. Listening to the word is one thing, and it is a good thing. Doing the word 
is another thing, and it is a good thing. God wants us not only listening, but God wants us doing the word. My prayer for each one of us is that not only will we listen to the word of God, but that we will do the word of God. The scripture tells us in verse 22, James writes, do not merely listen to the word. Um, Many individuals uh, get into trouble with God thinking that the extent of walking with God or dealing with God is in listening to what he says. Now, now what the Lord is bringing to my spirit now, just as natural parents, we don't just want our children to listen to what we say. We want them to take the listening and turn it into the doing. God wants you and I to take the listening and to turn it into doing. James writes, do not merely or do not only listen to the word and so deceive yourself. You say, Apostle, what are you letting us know? Just listening to God's word without doing God's word can cause us to deceive ourselves. There are a number of instances in the Bible that uh, counsel and warn and encourage us against deceiving ourselves. One thing is if we claim that we have no sin, if as children of God, saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Spirit, but we claim that we have no sin, the Bible says we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Well, another time where we can deceive ourselves is if we merely listen to the word of God and don't don't couple that listening with doing. I pray for every one of us under the sound of my voice that we will not just merely listen to the word, but we will do the word. James writes, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. And we're talking about being blessed in what we do. It's the difference between being blessed in what we hear and being blessed in what we do. If we listen to the word, we can be blessed in what we hear. But it is when we do the word that will cause us to be blessed in what we do. My prayer for everyone under the sound of my voice this morning is that we will be blessed in what we do. The adversary doesn't want you and I to hear the word, period. His 
uh, goal or his intent is to keep you and I from hearing the word of God. Why? But the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So, you know, and in another place, the scripture says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. So what God is really saying to us, if you take those two scriptures and look at them and what they are saying is that without the word of God, we cannot please God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So in order to get faith, we have to hear the word of God. And 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 um, that without faith, it is impossible to please God. Well, how do we get faith? By hearing the word of God. Without faith, we don't please God. So what happens, children of God, is when we don't receive, when we don't hear the word of God, we don't please God. My prayer and my desire for every one of us is that we will hear God. If you want to please God, you've got to hear God. We've got to hear God. We've got to listen to his word. And there are many individuals that don't even realize that when they don't listen to the word of God, they put themselves under God's curse. They don't even realize that they are displeasing God and that the curses of God, this is why the curses of God are in some people's lives as strong as they are. This is why some people can't get jobs. Some people can't get husbands or wives. Some people can't get breakthroughs or healing because refusing to hear the word of God will cause God to curse you. May that not be anyone's poison under the sound of my voice. So faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. So we need God's word to develop faith. We need faith to please God. We need God's word to please God. The Bible says in verse 23, that anyone who listens to the word of God but does not do what it says is like. Scripture says anyone who listens to the word of God but does not do what it says is like. You say, Apostle, what are you saying to us? Understand this, my brother and my sister. Everything we do, we are like something. We are like Someone. Everything we do, we are like. The scripture talks, speaks in Proverbs about so many uh, individuals that do certain things, you know, and the Bible will let us know that if we do certain things, we are like this or if we do certain things, we are like that. Everything we do. We are like something. Lord is bringing my spirit now. Scripture speaks about a man that uh, says to his neighbor, makes statements to his neighbor, and then says, "I was, I was only joking, or I was only playing." It's like a man that shoots firebrands into a neighbor's field. If someone is shooting firebrands into into your field, they they're 
possibly going to burn up your crops or burn up your 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 belongings. Well, that's how an individual is that 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 says hurtful or harmful things, but then tells the neighbor, "I was only joking." So understand that everything we do, we are like, we are like, we are like, and an individual that looks and listens to the word of God but doesn't do it is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror. The whole purpose of a mirror is to show you your reflection so that whatever changes need to be made, whatever changes need to be uh, administered, the reflection is letting us know. But the scripture says that if we listen to the word and doesn't don't do what it says, we're like someone who listen who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. So that means that all that the mirror took time to show you or to show an individual is for nothing because they have forgotten. Well, the purpose of the word is to show us ourselves spiritually, to show us the mistakes that we are making, to show us the righteousness that we are performing, to show us the things that God is pleased with, to show us the things that God is not pleased with. But God's word is to show us our innermost self, to show us our character, to show us how God sees our behavior. Now, without the word of God, we don't know how God sees what we do. We can think we are doing good. God can be thinking we are doing evil. We can be thinking we're doing fine. God be thinking we're not doing well. God gives us his word. One of the reasons God gives us his word is to show us how we look to him. To show us how we look to him. So the Bible says in verse 25, whoever looks intently. God wants, when we look into the word of God, God wants us to look intently. God wants us to look with a uh, with a purpose in mind, whoever looks intently into the perfect law, God's word is a perfect law. God's word is a perfect word, regardless of what we are doing, what we are thinking, what we've been doing, what we are feeling. God's word is perfect, and his word will give you and I freedom. So whoever looks into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, God wants us to continue in his word, to not just do what is right, but to continue doing what is right. Because you and I, we want to be continually blessed. We don't just want God to bless us one day and then start cursing us or, or not thinking about us. We want God to continually bless us. Well, God wants us to continually look into his word, continually do his word, continually do the perfect law that gives freedom. 
scripture says, and continuing and continues to do it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it. And look at what the Bible says. They will be blessed in what they do. It's a very simple way to go from the curses of God in life to move to the blessings of God in life. You say, Apostle, how, how do we do Do the word. Do the word. Uh, at one stage in my life, I didn't realize the curses of God were all around me, all over me, because most things I was doing contrary prior to salvation just about everything I was doing was contrary to the way the word of God says do it. And God was cursing me here and God was cursing me here. God was cursing me here. I wasn't I wasn't giving to the work of the ministry like God wanted. So I was cursed in my giving. I wasn't uh, going to uh, worship and church like I was supposed to. So I was being cursed there. Just about everything prior to salvation. I was doing contrary to the word of God. So the curses of God were on just about every aspect of my life. There were some of you under the sound of my voice. The more disobedient we are to the word of God, the more curses of God we have to experience in our life. But the more obedient we are, to the word of God, the more blessings of God we will experience in, in our life. My prayer for everyone under the sound of my voice is that you will experience the blessings of God. Scripture says, as we do the word, we receive blessings. As we do the word in our finances, we receive blessings in our finances. As we do the word, in our ministries, we receive blessings in our ministries. As we do the word in our marriages, we receive blessings in our marriages. Everywhere that you and I do word, do it like the word says do it, we receive blessings. Everywhere that you and I don't do it like the word says do it, we receive curses. So my prayer. For every soul under the sound of my voice today is that we will not forget as we look into the word of God. We'll not just just look into the word of God just to be looking into the word of God, but that we will look into the word of God with the intent, with the plan, with the purpose to do what God has said. And as we do that, my brother and my sister, and not forget what he has said, but doing it, doing it, doing it, the scripture says they will be blessed in what they do. If you want to bring more blessings of God into your life, do more of the word of God in your life. No one really wants to bring more curses of God. It's just that some individuals are deceived by the adversary and they don't want to do the word or they want to do things contrary to what the word says. And it brings curses. 
you know, I my spirit goes to uh, individuals who uh, get deceived by the adversary into taking their own life. You know, we have just had some instances in news of very prominent individuals uh, financially, uh, so many things seemingly going their way, but they took their own life. Um, so there was an unhappiness. There was a um, a lack of satisfaction somewhere in their life because it, for us to take our life or to think to take our life, somewhere we're not happy, somewhere we're not satisfied, somewhere the adversary has gotten in. Um, so it's not how much money we make or how many houses we have or how many cars we drive, but it, it, life is about doing as much as possible to please our creator. We have just seen individuals with plenty of houses, plenty of money, plenty of cars that are upset. There are many individuals that are miserable on the inside with plenty of things. Why? Because many times individuals may have plenty of things, may have plenty of stuff, but not be pleasing God. If we don't please God, God won't please us. My encouragement for you, my brother and my sister, is let us please God. Let us work very diligently, very sincerely to make God happy. And in doing so, God will work to make you and I happy. Some men and women uh, are under the mistaken belief that it is their responsibility to try and make themselves happy or to to bring themselves joy. It's not our responsibility to try to make ourselves happy, my brother and my sister. It is our responsibility because we are created beings. In other words, we have a creator. We have someone who has made us, who expects certain things from us, who wants us to do certain things. As we make him happy, God, and God will make us happy. So my prayer for you today, my brother and my sister, is that uh we will make God happy. You know, as we do the word, as we do what the word says, God says, Robert, this makes me happy. And as my people make me happy, God says, I will release my blessings on and in their lives that I know will make them happy. So, child of God, let us make God happy. He's our Father. He's our Heavenly Father. As we make Him happy, He will make us happy. As we do things that are pleasing to Him, God says, I will do things that are pleasing 
to you. But God says, if you do things that are not pleasing to me, God says, I'm going to do some things that will not be pleasing to you. Scripture says, verse 26, that those who consider themselves religious yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues, they deceive themselves. You say, Apostle, what are you telling us? Here's another instance where individuals, there are many instances throughout the Bible where individuals deceive themselves. We claim we have no sin. We deceive deceive ourselves. Uh, We merely listen to the word without doing it. We deceive ourselves. We consider ourselves religious, yet don't keep a tight rein or keep our mouths closed. We deceive ourselves. So God is letting us know there are individuals that are are running around self-deceived. Because in order to, to not be deceived, there are certain things we must do. See, as children of God, we must acknowledge that we have sinned because claiming that we don't have sin, we deceive ourselves as children of God. We must look at the word. We must hear the word and we must do the word. Why? Because merely listening to the word, we deceive ourselves as children of God. We must tight rein on our tongue. In other words, we, we, we got to uh, shut these mouths up. Why? Because failure uh, to shut these mouths up or to keep a tight ring on these tongues and considering ourselves religious, we're deceiving ourselves. So there are things that we must do in order not to deceive our own selves. We're not talking about the devil. We're not talking about demons. We're not talking about our enemies. We're talking about deceiving our own self. The Bible says if any man wants to be my disciple, Jesus said he must deny himself. Not deny the devil, not deny demons, not he must deny himself. You say, Apostle, what are you trying to let us know? That self can be our worst enemy. See, we can deceive our own self. By talking too much, we can deceive our own self by not being obedient to the word. We can deceive our own self by not acknowledging our own sin. So we'll keep a tight rein on our tongues so that we do not deceive ourselves and cause our religion to be worthless. There are some individuals whose religion, as far as God is concerned, is worthless. Going to church Sunday after Sunday or preaching out of the pulpit or doing, and God sees it as worthless. So my prayer and my hope for each one of us is that our religion won't be worthless, but that our religion will be worthwhile. Bible says in verse 27 that religion that God our Father accepts because God said, look, Robert, there's religion that I accept and there's religion that I don't accept. Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this. 
Look after orphans. Look after widows in their distress. And to keep yourself from being polluted by the world. See, we have a responsibility, my brother and my sister, you know, to keep ourselves from being polluted by the world. Keep ourselves from being polluted by the way the world thinks, the way the world believes, the way the world goes about doing things. Keep in mind, child of God, that this world is an enmity to God. It's an enemy of God. This this world and the system and the ways of this world. So we, it's almost like, and what the Lord is placing in my spirit now, swimming upstream. It's I've, I've, I've swam downstream. It's very easy, you know, because the water is pushing you as you go. That's the way the water is going. But I've also swam upstream. And it's very difficult. This is what God is asking you and I to do in this world, in this realm that we are living in. He's asking us to swim upstream, to go against the the popular, go against the tide, go against, go against. And just like swimming upstream in the natural, it takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of energy. God wants us to expend a lot of effort and a lot of energy as we work to keep ourselves from being polluted by the world. Well, children of God, that's the message this morning. We want to be blessed in what we do. God uh, has some specific things that we must do in order to be blessed. My prayer for you, child of God, is that you will be blessed and highly favored, that the blessings of God may flow and abound in your life, in your marriage, in your ministry, in your finances, and that God may be pleased. Well, this is Apostle Robert Bryan, a pastor of the Christian Center Church Worldwide Headquarters, Kenston, North Carolina, USA, signing out. May God bless each of you and may heaven continue to smile on you.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.